0: Welcome to The Giftless Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Julie Wilkes. She's a North American well-being and resiliency lead, and she's in the global leadership development as well as a motivational speaker and an author. Julie, welcome to our show again.
1: Thank you so much, Christopher. So glad to be here.
0: So you have the unique distinction of having like a long career at Accenture, which is one of the biggest and most respected companies in the world. But you also do your own thing as a chief possibility officer and all these other things that you do. So what are you, what are you most passionate about, Julie? Because you've all this experience both in the corporate realm and with your own businesses. But what do you most love talking about sharing and, and, and giving for, for other people?
1: Uh, that's such a great question. I think it's what drives me. It's what gets, gets me out of bed every day. Um, my passion comes from um, wanting to just show people possibilities in the world. I am a heart disease survivor. I was born with a heart defect so severe the doctors pronounced me dead. My heart has stopped for over 18 minutes throughout my life um, and uh, the doctors have called it a miracle. And so I really have taken that to heart, (laughs) pun intended, Um, but um, I've really taken the fact that I was given these second and third chances in life to heart, and I I truly felt that, um, you know, your life is your message, and so I was trying to figure out what my message was for a long time, and I realized that what helped me to overcome all of my heart challenges was um, aligning my life with with good energy, good people, making decisions that inspired good health and happiness. And so I believe that that was the gift. And so now um, my, my life is really about finding ways to help people in many different uh, facets, find their gifts, find their possibilities, and live their best life.
0: That's great. So I used to work for American Express in New York City on Wall Street. And when you work at these very large companies, you really see how a company scales to a billion dollar industry and from there, You know, if you were to go off on your own, as as I did, you really get to help other people scale their business to billions of dollars. So for you, you get, again, both those skill sets where how do you feel you're able to help people in your corporate job? And then how do you feel you're able to help people outside that? Because, you know, some people that are listening might still be at their corporate jobs. They still want to have value and purpose. And those of us are on our own. We want to also be able to learn and value your, your expertise. So first again on the corporate side, what are some tips and strategies you might suggest for people that are more entrepreneurs that they want to really build and serve inside the corporation? Oh
1: well, yeah, so uh, at Accenture I started back in 1998. I was uh, just out of college and What I found was that uh, I started as a consultant and that was the plan was to be a consultant and travel the world and help companies to become more, um, you know, improve their processes uh, in some way or form. And what I found though, is I started noticing that um, there was an opportunity uh, within Accenture. Um, I found that people were struggling to figure out balance. They were traveling all over the world with these great jobs and and they were, you know, the smartest, most amazing, brilliant, just diverse people I ever met. And, and, and I loved working with all of them, but I found that everybody sort of had this struggle. And so that was the possibility. And I created a proposal back in 2001. And what that helped me to do was uh, that, well, the proposal said, Hey, I think we need to have a greater focus on the employee experience, wellness, taking care of our people. And um, our leadership gave me that possibility. And so I was able to create my own position at Accenture, um, became a best practice and, and, and now we have them all across, um, the world of focus on wellness and health. And so As an entrepreneur, what I can say is you have to look in your company for the opportunities, the niches, the things that you think could be done different or better, the ways that you could serve and help people. And I feel like if you're authentically looking to help people, whether it's to create a better experience, whether it's to solve for a problem you think that the company has, I, I just believe that this is the time that we've got to do that. And so find your niche, find your passion, and don't give up on it. Um, it did take me quite a while. It took me about seven years of grassroots efforts at Accenture for um, our leadership to finally give me that permission to uh, have the green light to make that my full-time opportunity. Um, but ever since then, you know, it's been 12 years of of leading uh, this work, and it's just been absolutely um, incredible. And so I say, don't uh, don't get di- frustrated, don't get um, disappointed if you get a lot of no's, or uh, it's not the quite right idea yet. Um, keep working it, ideate on it, innovate, and, and really come up with what your possibility is, and keep pitching it until you can get that yes, get your champion, get your sponsor, get your believer, and you will have something really amazing. You
0: know, what's, what's really great about your story, Julie, is that again, you're in a very large company, but you impact 75,000 people. And so frankly, as a small business owners, the, the ones that are out there, like I don't know how many entrepreneurs can impact, you know, tens of thousands of people. So you have literally the, the structure and the guidance from some of the people at your company, but yet you can really impact people, which is what entrepreneurs do, right? So now let's flip on the other side. Like how come you decide to even have your own company outside? It's just like, just being essential wasn't enough. You had to be overly ambitious, Julian. <laughs> well, <laughs> just put more on your um, plate. <laughs>
1: Do you know, it's funny is don't ask for what you want unless you really want it, because I had always dabbled. I've always been interested in individual work. I've always had some form of company one way or another. I've developed a candle line, a shirt line. I've worked with essential oils. I've always just had interest. I'm a very curious person. And I always thought about opening a brick and mortar, but I had always been afraid of it because of the fact that there was so much more overhead. Everything you do virtually, it's, it's very little overhead. So that felt really safe to me. I applied for a business writing contest and I truly didn't think that I had a chance, but I wanted to do it just for the experience of writing um, you know, a business plan and, and, and I ended up winning. And the, the win was that the first two years of my rent was paid for in a brick and mortar space. Wow. All I had to do- and so that, yeah, so so I say, don't ask for something unless you really want it. Because I, I remember the day that I won, I cried. It was both tears of joy and absolute tears of fear because I thought, <laughs> gosh, is, is this really what I wanted to do? But but it has been. It's been the most uh, amazing gift. And, and what I really um, think you can do with a, a small business is. Is, is find that community, I find that, you know, we can create communities within our corporate spaces, but there is nothing like that community that we have within our, our um, yoga and fitness studio and the community of people connecting and really being able to help each other. And, and there's something very beautiful about that. So there's a bit of a yin and a yang, but it, it's what allows me to thrive because I really do enjoy working with individuals within my small business and, and developing my instructors and developing my staff and, and really seeing them grow and, and seeing them have aspirations within their careers. But then I also love working within the big space and seeing the big impact. You know, we have 500, 5,000 people worldwide and I get the privilege of doing a lot of uh, global stuff with our company and, and to see that many people get influenced by it is, is pretty rewarding as well.
0: That's inspiring, Julie. So when you talk about being a global talent strategist with leadership development, is that like, are you like the HR department or like the training department, like when you say talent strategist, it's like, what, what does that mean really?
1: Yeah, tell, so talent strategy has um, a lot of different uh, directions that it can take within our company, um, but it's really um, our within our HR space, um, and it allows us to really look at how do we help our people to be better, to have a greater experience, to grow, to learn, to be supported, to be in a space that they can bring their whole best selves into what they do and have the tools, um, the permission, the time, and the energy to be able to tap into that. And so yes, a talent strategist is somebody who might work on a project or might help with a team to help them to um, just grow in some direction. Within my space, I helped within our leadership um, development area to help our people to learn to continue to grow, enhance their skills, um, innovate, create, learn how to tell their stories, advocate uh, their visions, and and really help to personalize um, experiences in a very truly human way. So um, you know, I've had a a great gift in, in learning and working from some amazing leaders.
0: That's really inspiring, Julie. One last question is: What suggestion would you have for all of us to be more resilient each day? Like, is there something that you do to 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 be resilient each day, or to remind yourself of?
1: Well, that's a great question, and and I really am a huge meditator. <laughs> um, I. I have to joke, uh, as people say, medicator, maybe, (laughs) but more meditator. Um, It really helps calm me down because I'm somebody who's, you know, I enjoy being on the run, I I enjoy being on the go. It's, I thrive in that space where I've got lots of things going on and juggling. I'm actually less productive when I don't have as much. Um, (laughs) But I also find that that, that there has to be a balance there and that that uh, ability for me to train my brain to really be focused and present is really important. So I'd say, you know number one is finding a consistent 10 minute practice a day that you can get into. Um, The other thing I'd say is people have to find their own niche. Now, since I've been running um, my fitness and yoga studios for the past seven years, uh, the brick and mortar space, um, but um, I finally found a point where my instructors, I had developed them so much that I could pull back a little bit from being quite so engaged and allow them to take the reins and to take some of the prime time classes. But that engaged, that allowed me to engage in other populations that I thought were missing our practice, and so I was able to write content and go out into the prisons, into the jails, into the homeless shelters, um, into the underserved elementary schools, and bring yoga and, and well-being into those spaces that they didn't necessarily have. And for me, that's been one of my greatest gifts. So for resiliency. I mean, having things that you look forward to, having things where you feel creative and that you've been curious and you're able to reinvent, and you just don't look at something for what it is, but you look at it for what it could be. And I think that that type of mindset is one of the most powerful.
0: Hence, you're the chief possibility officer, (laughs) Julie.
1: That's right. (laughs) Perfect title.
0: (laughs) So thanks again for being on our podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you?
1: Oh, well, thank you so much! I love it. I love um, all the things that you do and, and the energy you bring into the world. So thank you for letting me be a part of that with you. Um, and people can find me out at a couple of places. JulieWilkes.com is my personal website. W i l k e s. Um, and our yoga and fitness studio, our essential oil bar, and all the stuff that we do there is under LiveTheSevenLife.com. And um, I've also got a book out there. It's called The Seven Life Miracles. You can find it on Amazon. And my Instagram is Yoga on the Go. So hopefully, you can find me, follow me, and uh, look forward to sharing in some good energy.
0: Thank you for sharing your energy, Julie. Have a great day.
1: You too. Thank you.